What's up, everybody? I'm Parker Brown. Sebastian O'Leary. Now this, we, we decided on a new name. We are now, Sebastian, you want to give it to him? The Foam Finger, baby. Yeah. The Foam Finger. Yeah, right now, uh, we want to do a little bit different this year. Uh, last year, we did a little bit more analytical, more numbers, but this year, we kind of want to give get beginners and get new people to learn a little bit about sports and stuff like that, and we want to do it from a little... Little fan perspective kind of thing. Yeah, kind of get it in the uh, more more like the fan point of view, and not not like Parker said, not so analytical. And I mean, we also found out there was somebody who also had Fieldhouse as a name and had six hundred episodes. So they got a little <laughs> bit of a jump on us or whatever. But you know, just by uh, just by four years, it's okay. I, I don't know how because we looked up the names and no one had it, and but no one had it, and then now we find this like eh, whatever. Yeah, I looked at it during class. But, yeah, we're running with a new name, but today, we're going to talk about our Detroit Lions. Ugh. I mean, yeah, positives, negatives. Positives, negatives. As a fan, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see. I liked how Jared Goff played at the back half. Yeah. We have a run game. It's phenomenal. And credit credit where credit's due. That O-line's looking phenomenal. That, yeah. That O-line looks, from what I watched, majority of the games – this weekend, and yeah. I want to say uh, the Lions' offensive line looked better than like every team, other than I want to say like the Bucks. And I mean, Saints. This the Saints did a really good job against the Packers, so I you probably they're they're up there. But the Lions, from going from one of the worst offensive lines in to the league top to five. I'd say probably top, top five, five. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I like what I saw. Um couple things I, I probably – is it Quentin Cephas? Is that his name? So Quintez Cephas, back maybe fourth quarter, catching some balls. He almost had that. He almost had that one catch where it was like kind of like the was, Odell. He, yeah, I think he had a good like four, th- three feet up in the air, honestly. Yeah, and, but I'm talking like he had one where he, he – it wasn't like a Moss-type catch – but he went back kind of like how Odell did against the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And he, like, tipped it, and I thought he was going to grab it. And if he would have grabbed it, w- oh, their man. chances of coming back would have been even better. But, I mean, we let's talk about that, dude. They were down by— It was 42-17 in the fourth quarter. It, dude. Oh, that they almost had a comeback. And I— I'm I mean, glad with their comeback, honestly. I, I, I'm fine even we lost. Because hey, one, one, first of all, the 49ers are like, what, a Super Bowl contender this year with a healthy team? Hey, if their team could stay healthy, I'd feel like, yeah, they're, they'd be a contender in not only the best conference in the NFL, my opinion, but a contender for the Super Bowl. But they're already down. Uh, Moe's hurt. Already got... And he's out for like eight weeks or something, six to six eight to weeks. Six to eight weeks, yeah. With, I'm pretty uh, sure. He like clipped something in his knee. Or he clipped, like, cartilage in his knee or something like that. So, I mean, it's already off to a rough start for them staying healthy. Another thing that the Lions did, Penny Sewell locked Nick Bosa this weekend. I can't believe it. He Nick Bosa pretty much – I mean, he was he was there. He made some, like, stops on, on DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams when they got past the line. But I don't think he had – Nick Bosa didn't have a sack He didn't have a sack game. the whole game. I, I who oh it was it was another D lineman but it was uh who they had a guy um San Fran has like another top lineman that was out and it was somebody who was filling in for him Trent Will no Trent Williams is a O lineman but 
anyways, from I'm especially because he moved positions. Yeah, Taylor Decker was out, so they had Penne uh, go in the left left tackle. Am I right? I they had Phantom so. in the left tackle. So for those who don't know, the O line left tackles are on the outside, mm-hmm. left and right tackle. So you have it by your, those are your outside people on the line. In the middle, you got your center. And then right next to the center, you got your left and right guard. So just if you're new, new to sports, new to the podcast, well, it's, it's, we're rebranding. So, Ooh, yeah. Bumping earth. Anyways, uh, but with the O-line, you have the left and right guard next to the center. And the outside line, you got the left and right guard. Or t- tackle, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. And then you got your tight ends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for those who didn't know, there you go. TJ Hawkinsocks also had pretty a pretty I'd say stellar game for Goff not really having a receiving core that I mean, the Lions had last year with Galladay and Marvin Jones Marvin Jones signing away with the Giants and the Jags. So the one thing that I think Detroit really needs to work on heavily is their pass game because their receivers really aren't all that. I mean Quintez Cephas is something. He, he, he yeah I want to they who ah. Uh. What round did they draft him? But they drafted this kid out of UC, US, USC. I think it was like the later was, rounds because they, they mo- went all it, offensive line, and then the later rounds they went wide receiver. They went a lot of defense. It was it was offensive line, then just building blocks. Like they did, got a lot of defensive linemen. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure they signed most of the wide receivers that they got. Like yeah, they there's there's not one. I they had one receiver that they picked up in the draft, which is Amon Amon Ross St. Brown. Who yeah. Loki, I think, is a stud. They're all just super young. so It's a super young team. I mean, even in the offseason before this week started, I kind of knew that their receiving core wasn't going to be the greatest because they didn't really pick anybody up, and they just signed a bunch of undrafted like wide receivers. So Yeah, they, got, like, they waived a lot of people, too. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they waived the kicker from the Bengals, Randy Bullock. Yeah, Randy Bullock. Oh, my God. I, I'm glad that they don't even have him because of what he did last year with the Bengals where he did the he kick. He faked his he injury. F- he faked the wrong hamstring or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, for me, um, with the receiving core, they – That's that's their greatest that's weakness. Their wick, that's their biggest weakness, especially with Jeff Okuda now uh, on the defensive side with our cornerbacks, Achilles – Achilles injury. With that, I think I think his days in Detroit are pretty much over. I think they're probably just going to let him go after this year or try and trade him for something if they can. Because I mean, right there, I mean, I kind of called it last year after he didn't have a good year. I was like, well, he was injured most of last year. Yeah, and when, but even then, he didn't perform at all. And I mean, he didn't perform in week one when none he got of the injured. lines really performed last year. Let's be honest. But I mean, they had they had Hopkinson. they were still like the seventh worst team. I mean, good. yeah, uh, typical Lions. <laughs> but I really like what Dan Campbell is putting together. Yeah. I really it, like what he has put re- together. It has potential. I, I mean, I saw that from the, the get-go, like his press conference. I was really impressed with how he presented himself and how he was <laughs> – the way he said he was ready to take the kneecaps and when someone we're gonna knocked get down, down. <laughs> and then we're going to get up and we're going to take, take a kneecap. kneecap. And you're going to push <laughs> it down again. And we're going to take another teacap off. And when you think we're down, we're just going to eat you up. <laughs> it's so funny. And, like, did you – do you know how much caffeine that he, man Dude, consumes? I saw that. Me and Evan 
Evan, by the way, is my fraternity brother. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in a fraternity here on ca- uh, campus, Kappa Sig, represent. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, I saw that. And we were we saw like what was it five espresso shots? No, it's it's he has two two venti cups of coffee from Starbucks with four espresso espresso shots in each. That's like Jeez. that's over a thousand milligrams of caffeine. Oh my gosh, that is crazy! Man was tweaking on the sidelines. <laughs> he kept grabbing his shirt and he was like pulling. He was hyped. He was ready. I'd, so be it. So be it. I mean, that first half wasn't really anything impressive, but the way they ended that second half against a top five team in the NFL and a possible Super NFC Bowl contender, yeah, especially in the NFC, I, I mean, that whole NFC West division, they is, they all won. They, they all won, and every team in the, in NFC, the NFC, NFC, NFC North, North lost. Shout yeah. out Packers losing to the Saints, <laughs> thirty-eight to three. Woo woo. Speaking about all the NFC North teams losing. Here, here, listen to me. Hear me, hear me out. Lions could win the North this year. Lions, no other team did that good. Um, Packers did awful. Bears didn't really put up a show. Vikings maybe maybe second fiddle. Lions had the best game I out think, of all I, yeah, four. I of think them. it's gonna come down to. I think the, it's the Vikings and Lions, Vikings. honestly. Yeah. But like, I I haven't been that confident about the Lions in a long time. I mean, I'm still honestly not that confident because, like, it's the Lions, and every time I get my hopes up, they just step on my throat. But so. <laughs> hear me out. They play the Packers next week. I thought it was Ravens. It's the Packers? Nope, it's the Packers. Is it at Ford Field or is they're, it at Lambeau? They're, they're at Lambeau. Ooh, that's Their next be... home game is against the Ravens. That's Okay, okay. That's going to be tough. Playing against in the Lambeau? Packers in Lambeau. I mean, they've got I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers is purposely throwing his career away. I mean, I think, I think he's just going to be done after this year regardless of what he does. What I'm hoping to see next week, I'm hoping, especially with how Green Bay played, they got demolished. They got steamrolled. I'm hoping for a Lions win against the Packers. How how long has it been for them so the Lions have beat the Packers? It's been it's been a while. I wouldn't say that long. I feel like it's like been within. They didn't win last year. I know they, they didn't, didn't win last year, but um, they, I know they they won with like when they had like Nadamik and Sue. I, and they won a couple Thanksgivings ago, I thought. I could be wrong, but last time the Lions beat the Packers was in December 30th, 2018. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not that long ago. It's not that long, but it's been a minute. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to get a, a win, against, especially against a divisional opponent. But the funny part is the Lions shut out the Packers that game. Yeah. 31 to nothing. Damn. Yeah. The Lions did that. And I don't remember if they went to the playoffs this, that year, but I mean, if they did, they lost in the first round. But and that and before that, it was 1973 when Dang. they beat the Packers. Before that, especially at Lambeau. Yeah, I, playing in Lambeau though is probably one of the hardest stadiums to win in. Either that. Oh, easily. Either that or like Soldier Field. And I don't that's know about all, Soldier Field, but like, dude, the Bears fan base is crazy. I think, what's the Chiefs Stadium called? Arrowhead. Arrowhead. That's one of, if not the hardest. That stadium. yeah, that that stadium and uh, where is Seattle? Yeah, Seattle plays. Those are both like the loudest Isn't stadiums. Like Centr- like in Center the world. Field, CenturyLink, CenturyLink, something like that. I don't know, but where the Seahawks play and where the Chiefs play, those are both like 
the loudest stadiums in the world, like compared to like other, like especially like soccer. Yeah, like soccer games and everything over in Europe. Like, th- like those fans get rowdy. Let's talk about former Detroit Lion Matthew Stafford, dude, and his game against the Chicago Bears. Did you watch that last night? Oh my God, he was dotting up their receivers. I kind of regret. Putting Justin Herbert over Matthew Stafford. Uh, yeah, I saw that in your fantasy game. I, I, like, oh, I would have won. I would have won. You would have won, yeah. But, I mean, got to take those gambles. I it's, guess, all in fantasy. it's all good. It's all good. Fantasy I'm, I'm starting Matthew anyways. Stafford for the rest <laughs> of the year. Maybe beside his bye week. But, um, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for the guy. He it, looks so comfortable. I was talking to uh, my mom on the phone like while I was watching it, and like he he looked way better. He looks skinnier in their uniforms. Like he looks better throwing the ball. He looks he looks good in it. He looks he looks better in a Rams uniform. Sad to say, like I, I want to see him in a he's, Lions. He's uniform. always a Detroit Lion, though. He's always a Detroit. He's always gonna be remembered as the Detroit Lion, unless Maybe. he wins a Super Bowl. Oh, dude, I think the possibility is very high. Like for the Rams, yeah, they looked so good. They I'm, I'm so, so good excited for him. I'm. So, it's sad to see him go because who in Detroit does not like Matthew Stafford? Yeah, but at this, and, and I think he's one of the probably the most likable quarterbacks in the NFL. Either him or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, definitely not Aaron Rodgers. What I mean, would. What do you mean, dude? Everybody likes Aaron Rodgers. I felt. I think. Bef- when Drew Brees was still in the league, Drew Brees was the most likable quarterback. 100%. Uh, yeah. Him yeah. and maybe like Joe Burrow. Every, everybody likes the vets, though. Everybody everybody likes the yeah. vets. Like, I'm talking like, I think Matthew Stafford is one of those likable people that you just like, it's Matthew Stafford. See, but not a lot of people know him, I guess, unless you're like... Unless you're a Detroit sports fan, because like not a lot of people like the Lions. Like the Lions have a the Lions have a losing reputation, so everybody's just like looks like Ooh. it's going up right now. But it could be. It, hopefully, it is. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford looks comfortable. You know how what the it, little inside we're gonna pull away the curtain, but we have a group chat. We have a fantasy football group chat. Mm-hmm. I mentioned maybe a week ago. Matthew Stafford is going to be in MVP contention. I still think, I think especially after that game last night. If he keeps it up, I feel like he didn't throw, he didn't throw any picks. He threw like what, three touchdowns? Let's look. I have it on my phone. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it was like three touchdowns, no interceptions. We're going to get a little analytical here. This is like the only time in the show we're gonna, probably going to get analytical because we actually kind of want to know this. But. Matthew Stafford threw for like 300, over 300 yards. Yeah. Three passing touchdowns and only was sacked once, 20 for 26. Yeah. That, that's pretty good. I mean, like, you gotta, that's, that's, that was one of probably the best quarterback performances I've seen all week. That's one of the best Matthew Stafford performances I think I've seen in a long time, like in general. Oh, for sure. Other than like, other than like, uh, like one of his first years when he was playing for the Lions, when and they he, played against the Browns, and, and he broke his yep. thumb or whatever, and then he went back in and threw a touchdown <laughs> to win the game. Yeah, and he's like, I can't feel my hand. <laughs> I can't, I can't feel it. That's you, you know, that's that clip right there shows hard. That is the longest uncut clip in NFL history. Is it? Yep. You can look it up. It is the longest uncut clip in NFL history. Just him. Getting off the field, telling him about his arm, 
going back on the field, throwing the touchdown, getting carted off. Yeah. Longest clip. But, oh, man. I Matthew Stafford is just... I'm just so glad he actually finally has a team around him. Yeah, it, and it, it's nice to see he's got he's got a good O line, he's got good backs, he's got good wide receivers, and their defense was going crazy last night. Jalen Ramsey is the like, best cornerback in the league. Oh yeah, without a doubt, he was picking up uh, David Montgomery and slamming him last night. <laughs> I, dude, it looked like he was straight out of the WWE. It was it was insane. He picked him up off the ground. Spun him around and slammed him on on like the back of his head. Michigan State football. Michigan and Michigan State, at both after having down years last year, are looking like they're gonna have an up year. Um, I mean, Ohio State doesn't look too hot, which is a, a good a, thing. Good thing for both Michigan and Michigan State. More of a good thing for Michigan than I'd say Michigan State because they haven't beat Ohio State in like ten years, eleven years, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and that's like one of the biggest rivalries in college football is Michigan Ohio State. Oh, 100 percent. But oh, I, I feel like the maybe a bigger rivalry is LSU Alabama. Man, yeah, or Auburn Alabama. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the Iron Bowl Auburn and Alabama is a pretty big one. But like Michigan and Ohio State goes way back, dude. Like that. That goes to, like, the start of college football. 151 years ago? 152? Something like that, yeah. And, but, like, Ohio State, I, I don't know. I, I don't watch Ohio State. I'm not a Ohio State I don't State watch fan. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather – I mean, I turned off the national championship last year. Um, but with week one, Matthew Stafford looks good. Really good. Really good. Lions – Upside. A lot of upside, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I My opinion, though. And I caught, I caught some heat in class for this today, actually. I, I called Jeff Okuda, class? Uh, my organization of administration of... I forgot what the end of it's the a, class It's a sports right yeah, class. Yeah, it's a sports right class. But um, the people were talking about how they were bummed that Okuda tore his Achilles. And I was like... It, it was... He... he, he uh, it's a sprain. Oh. It's not like a full tear. It's let me look at the injury. Hold on. I, I saw I saw on Twitter that he tore it. It's not a tear. Oh well, I mean, Twitter, it's still bad. Twitter it's still an Achilles injury. But I mean, yeah, the, with the Achilles injury, I was like, I called him a bust, <laughs> and people were like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "He didn't play that well last year. Got hurt last year. Literally got burned for seventy yards by Debo Samuel and ripped his Achilles, tore it, sprained it, whatever." Like. Oh, that's news. Lions have placed cornerback Jeff Kuda on IR. I mean, I'm that's, but are expected to sign another cornerback soon. Oh, nice. So I wonder who. Um, but his injury, they put him in an MRI, and it is. They're 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 waiting to determine if it's fully torn. See, I, yeah, I saw. I I thought I saw from Chef that it was like fully torn or whatever. But yeah, they're waiting to determine. Who knows. But, but I mean, in my opinion, he's still a bust. I don't think he's as good as the Lions thought. They were oh, I thought he was gonna be him. phenomenal. I thought he was gonna be good too. He 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 pl- didn't he played good at for Ohio State. He, he played phenomenally for. He had he was he. I think he holds the record right now for most interceptions in like a season. Yeah, and and I mean, like I said, I mean that just goes to show that like if you ball out 
in college doesn't mean it you're doesn't translate that you're gonna ball out in the NFL. And I mean, literally, their draft is just gambling. That's all it is. Because no one, I mean, you I didn't mean, know 100 percent Joe Burrow was gonna do as good. You didn't. No one knew Justin Herbert was gonna do as good as he did last year. Yeah, and I mean, that that's the thing. Nobody knows how well they're gonna perform, and nobody knows how who like when they're gonna get hurt. Like nobody last year was expecting Okuda to get hurt. Nobody last year was expecting to Joe Burrow to, to tear his ACL. No, like like yeah. those are things you don't plan on happening but you draft them because that how they played in college and i mean that's never always going to translate it's it's more I, the way i would like if i was a gm and i was i was in the like a draft i i'm always best fit i don't get i don't care about if it's the best talent if if i have a Kyle Pitts on the board and he doesn't fit with my team even i mean you have TJ Hawkinson on lines but if we had Kyle Pitts too, that's a – I'm not going to lie. That's a dominant tight end core. Yeah. But especially looking at how the Atlanta, Atlanta played uh, yesterday or Sunday, whatever. Yeah. I, I still don't believe in I, – I don't – I'm not – that's why I dropped him in fantasy because I don't believe in Kyle Pitts. I, I know he's a freak athlete, but they do this a lot. There's always that chance that – because Kyle Pitts wasn't – the best fit for the Falcons. I'll be honest. They needed defense more than anything, and I thought they were going to take Patrick Sertain. Yeah, that's, I thought they were also going to go with with Sertain because he's he's a crazy good cornerback. Yeah. I wish the Lions – well, we got Penny Sewell, so I don't really care, but I yeah. wish we would have traded up and gotten someone like that. But anyways, if I was a GM looking at the Lions right now, we need defense. We need receivers. Yeah. And that's and it. Last year we – we, we Two tr- years ago, maybe we needed a cornerback because we lost Darius Slay. The draft didn't we? Um, didn't we trade up to like the thirteenth pick after we got Penny Sewell or whatever? Did we? I, I thought we traded up for something like that, or we traded up and like Devonta Smith was still on the board or whatever, and then they drafted like defense or something like that. I I I, th- I could be tripping. No, I don't know. remember. So Bengals went ahead of us. They yeah. drafted Jamar Chase. Yeah. Then we picked up Penny Sewell, which we were lucky to get. Yeah. Lucky. I'm surprised. I'm so – I mean, good pickup by the Bengals. With how they played yesterday, good pickup. Yeah. Not going to deny it. But I'm still surprised they didn't go Penny Sewell, and we were lucky to get get him. Yeah. Best – like, he's already a Hall of Fame. He's, he's a Hall of Fame talent. I, he played so well against Nick Bosa yesterday. Yeah. But so. like how they're how the Lions are drafting right now is how I think they always should have been. Best fit over best talent, always. Because if you have best fit, that 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 best fit's gonna work way better if you have a t- a great talent that just doesn't pan out. I uh, I mean that kind of depends because if you have someone who fits well with the team but doesn't work hard, I say I'd say your work ethic is more than well, talent yeah, and I how agree. much you fit because if you're not gonna work for it, like. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything if you're not gonna like work. You gotta put in the work, and outwork some of the greats, or else you're not you're not gonna do anything. Well, I I don't I don't disagree with you, but if I like like draft day, I have the option. I am the Dallas Cowboys. I have on the board. I have the choice to pick Micah Parsons or Patrick Sertain. They pick Micah Parsons. Leighton Vanderesh. Okay. They have Leighton Vanderesh and Jalen Smith. 
Do I know why they picked up another linebacker? No, but they really needed cornerbacks. They really needed it. But Micah Parsons was the best talent on the board. Without question. I In Penn State, he was the best. He was. I'm not going to deny it. They pick him up. Patrick Sertain outperforms him. Yeah. That, that's why I always say best fit over best talent. I mean, I'm not, and uh, like you, you're you, not gonna you're not gonna find someone with a bad worth work ethic in the first round. Let's be honest. I mean, you could, you can, but it's very rare. Ah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much I agree with that. Just because like you don't really know per se everybody's work ethic unless like everybody's coming out. Like for example, like everybody talks about Kobe Bryant's work ethic because that man did nothing but work. He did nothing but try to improve his game. And that, I mean, that's what made him so great. So unless like people are coming out and saying like how crazy a person works, like we don't ever really know. Like we don't see the practices. We don't see the work that they put in. We don't see what they do at their Well, that's why the GMs go and do that. That's why the GMs, the scouts, that's why they go to their workouts and see how well, because, because they go and they'll see their work ethic. I mean, yeah, but they don't go to every single one. They well, go to, they go no, to the ones. But and, I mean, the players know when they're coming in, so they can be like, "All right, like it's time to impress." Yeah, but I, I'm sure some of the time they go to workouts and they don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. It just it, drafting people is a gamble because you're gonna draft your busts. You're gonna draft people in the later rounds that turn, turn into out. literally the greatest player of all time. Tom Brady, for example. 199th pick in the sixth round turns out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Like where you draft, where you get drafted doesn't really mean a whole lot. It's it's the work you put in and how committed you are to the grind and how how you improve while you're in the league. You just need to get that shot to get in the league. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, anyways, we're gonna end it here. My name is Parker Sebastian O'Leary, and you're listening to the Foam Finger.